1: Against a crown on its feet. Aaron for the win. Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. Good day, Sneaker History listeners. I'm Robbie. Chilling with my guy Mike here. How you doing, Mike? I'm
2: fantastic, man. I can't, I can't complain whatsoever. How you doing, man?
1: I love to hear that. I'm good. I'm a little more level than you. Show the people what you're drinking. It's, it's a funny story. I'm not a dad, so I find it really funny. Let's see it.
2: So anybody who follows me on any kind of social media knows that my wife and I just welcomed that third child. And so we have a circus in our house right now. So when my quiet time happens, which just happens to be podcasting, my my body is a mixture of uh, Dos Equis and a Red Bull slushy. So my body is thoroughly confused right now.
1: (laughs) The inspiration of Mike's drinking is global warming. You never know what's going to happen. That's part of the Aesop line I tried to hit you with. His inspiration for his outfits is global warming. Might have a pair of shorts with some rain boots on and umbrella. Never know. You never know where what you're gonna get with the sneaker history podcast. So uh we're gonna have a fun little episode here. A short little tidbit for you people. So excited for you to be here. We're actually gonna start off with a nice, simple sneaker history staple of rockin' and copping. Do you want me to start? Do you want to start? What's going on? You no, know, you go for it, man. I go after you. I'll start it off. So I feel like this is a uh, a well-known shoe within the sneaker history discord. I just got some drinks with a friend and I wore the Midas gold, AKA the USC Nike dunk. I absolutely adored this colorway. It's funny as a fan of Los Angeles sports, the Lakers are always number one, but in all honesty, my favorite colorway of any Los Angeles sport is the USC Trojans. I really do love The gold and red. I think it looks so powerful, super clean. Always been a fan. A little bit easier to wear than purple and gold, but I love it. Never get enough of those dunks. And then um, for the cop, and I actually got lucky and got a pre order invite for an early cop, a shoe I spent all afternoon trying to break in because I'm like, if I'm going to cop these, Might as well prepare them for actual battle and to be on my feet. So we actually have the Gucci Gazelle, Uncle Guccio. So the GG stands for Guccio Gucci. That's the gentleman who founded the brand. These motherfuckers are crazy. So uh, I asked my Gucci salesman, so I I bought enough from them to where I have a guy I can just (laughs) text. The, that's not it's a true story i have a guy at his text and uh i texted him today i wanted to get a second pair for a discord member julie she's like yo i need to get a pair of those gucci's and they're all sold out online so i texted my guy and then we got julie a pair actually <laughs> uh super lucky and i asked are these adidas made by gucci or are these gucci shoes made by adidas because you know structurally there's a difference there and these are definitely Gucci shoes made by Adidas. What's wild is, so you have this uh, this board here, right? The Strobel board um, with the trifoil and the double G on it. But you can you can't tell really listeners and viewers from this angle. But you can tell these are individually stitched. Like this Strobel is stitched on here. The craftsmanship of this shoe. I have two other pairs of Gr Gazelles made by Adidas, and they are not made the same at all which i mean for 850 bucks you'd fucking hope they're not built like 80 fucking gazelles <laughs> i would really hope they're not and they're not um the outsole's different too you have the double g and the trifoil on the bottom but just i mean with certain light the print pops more but in certain light it doesn't as you can see here right it gets brighter and then kind of disappears on some angles, so I was like, they're kinda busy, but not too busy. Just the right amount. So I can't recommend these for everybody, but this is my cop of like so I sold I sold my mocha this to be honest. Like hey Robbie, why are you so fucking stupid spending eight fifty on a pair of uh, Gucci gazelles. I actually sold my worn pair of uh Eric Coston SB Air Jordan lows and my Mocha Air Jordan ones to pay for those. I saw what's funny is those two shoes. I made more money off of those two shoes than the cost of that. So ultimately I'm still, I'm still up a little bit, but I'm not that crazy. I didn't just buy this shit. Like, Oh, I'm going to go fucking buy this shoe. I sold two pairs to make it make sense for my lifestyle. I'm not balling like that, but I mean, let's be real. I have mad pairs of Jordan ones. Like I don't, I don't need a high top and a low top pair of Jordan ones. I own zero Gucci Adidas. So, here we are
2: There, yeah. i mean this one was once in a lifetime possibly shoes so you'd be able to hold it and tell a story later like man look at this look at this gucci look at this
1: but what's wild i've had mad friends say like oh these are just going to go on sale like the prada adidas like i don't think these and the prada adidas are even the same in the same ballpark like those superstar pradas are very boring like it's just it's not it's i don't i don't know to me it's not it i think those are gonna do way better Than the Prada stuff or the Stella McCartney stuff typically does for Adidas.
2: Yeah, if they ever do a Gucci like EQT something, like I'd be all about that. I'm just not a big fan of the Gazelle so much, but if they did something one of those like EQT line through, I I mean, I'll be right there with you. Selling a couple things to to cop a pair.
1: I kind of do have to end on this note, just from you saying like what you can and can't rock. Like the tongue here sits extremely low. I'm popping it up, and it is sharper than a fucking jail fucking prison shank. You can make prison gravy from The Sopranos. A single razor blade. You, you've seen The Sopranos? They're making prison gravy. You know what I'm talking about? Chopping garlic. This tongue could chop garlic. This shit's hard as fuck. Like, so... And, and what's really hard is, like, the old school... They really stuck true to the OG... Like, design of the Gazelle. So these sit super low if you wear a high like a, even a, a little bit of a showing sock it looks goofy as fuck so you kind of have to wear a no-show and if you wear a no-show you gonna get cut up Gonna get cut by this tongue so i think these might sit until like fall time where i can wear a pair of pants and like a high pair of socks because i just wore those around the house like stretching i did like athletic stretches in them to like get them a little broken in I'm weird. I'm not going to lie. I did a whole stretch stretching regimen in those Gucci Adidas because it's like, you know, get the toe box broken in. And I could feel it cutting into my front of my foot over and over. So that's the only issue. Like that tongue hurts. We've been there though, right? You, you, I'm sure you've had a pair of shoes where like, man, this tongue is not comfortable.
2: I can't remember what shoe. like. And that was, was something kind of recent. I'm looking at my shelf and I cannot, for the life of me, it was...
1: I think the KD six, the KD five, they're both awkward fucking tongues.
2: Yeah, well, something else though. I want to say it was like the oh, it's the actually the Superstar eighty. So the Superstar eighty Adidas had the bait pair. Love the shoe, but again, it's true to like the eighties where it's not really a padded tongue. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just rams into your uh, the, the top of your ankle. I'm like I, I guess, like I'm just like you. I want to wear it with no with low socks, but. They look goofy if it's not no shoes, so I'm like, well, I'll just wear them in the winter or, or fall with pants so I can just kind of eliminate the problem.
1: It's so weird how we're like intricately thinking about the sock height, but it really does make a huge difference. If you wear the wrong pair of socks with the wrong shoe, you look goofy.
2: Like, I don't want to look goofy. I don't want to look like I'm about to go cut the grass and then, you know... Flip some hamburger patties in my backyard. I want to look like I know what I'm doing. Sometimes.
1: I think of like looking unprepared. Like, okay, this fool did not plan out poor choices by this fool. Poor choices. So, what are some of your good choices? What have you been rocking? What you copping? What's up?
2: Another Adidas, but this one is a little bit uh, more. More new in a, in a uh, sense of a model. This is the new Oz Nova, which is a branch of the Oswego family. Uh, this is such an alien looking shoe. I love it. Um, thing's still available in full size runs at Adidas right now because, of course, if it ain't easy, it's not right when it comes to people buying Adidas right now. So you guys should check it out. It has a new cushioning called Addy Plus. I'm talking about squishy. Like I have this, comp- and I have also my ZX Twenty Two Boost. This is softer than a Boost, and like, even though it is a bit thick, instant comfort when you put your shoe, uh, foot in it. Uh, I love it, man. It's just something. I, can, I hope they do more colors of it because this one's cool, but I think a black one would be pretty pretty legit as well. So one of my favorites right now just doesn't even go back in the box. It just sits next to the shoe shelf where I can grab it and go. And I'm um, not really going many places right now, but, <laughs> you know, at a grocery store visit, I like to throw on something nice. But when it comes to copping right now, a couple things.
1: Well, Horn, before you move on so those side windows on the midsole of those Adidas you have there, is that soft, like the silver area? Is that soft? Is it hard on the on the midsole? On oh no, on the
2: midsole, my bad. So right here, it is it is decently soft. It's not really, it's not like rock hard. There's a little give to it, but this is the cushioning coming out of it. So it even has like the added plus here, but this is the cushioning. All the little windows here are like the cushioning foam that they use, but this. is is it jelly? I, dude, I don't know what it is. It's not, it feels rough. You know, remember when we were kids, they had the, what's it called, squan? Like, it was like that mold. It, yeah. it feels like kinetic sand almost. The, the roughness, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I like them a lot, man. It's like I say, instant comfort. You put your foot in it. Even though I think the, I can't pull it out. It's attached really good, but the insole is more than just like a, a normal ortholite. It actually has some some sponginess to it, so this bad boy is uh, very comfortable. And I think it looks really good, too. I mean, for those who like the chunkier kind of retro look shoe, uh, this one has a little bit of futuristic and retro to it. I mean, I think it's very nice for what
1: you're getting here. For those of you who like it thicker than a snicker. I tell my cat that every time because, I mean, She's a girl, but she doesn't speak English or human, so I'm like, "Girl, you thicker than two Snickers." And she just kind of meows, and life's good. Um, speaking of being thicker than two Snickers, there's a new Reebok release coming out with Mountain Research. It's a it's a Club C mid. It's a nod to the '80s tennis dress code. Very very cool looking shoe. Um, I'm all the way in with it. It's available June seventeenth for 140 bucks. Um, but it got me thinking, like, thicker shoes, thicker than a Snicker. Maybe some versions of this shoe isn't thicker. And what I'm getting to is that we had this mountain research Club C two mid. So I'm thinking, how many Club C's do we see in mid-top form? Just full stop. Not not right, not very many. And then like, how many second versions of a shoe? Have there been that people don't even know exists? So I I did not personally know the Club Two, the Club C two exists. I thought just the Club C and we had the Club C. But there's a Club C two mid. Great shoe. Mountain research, doing a great collab the first time with Reebok. Again available June seventeenth. Great look. But like what other shoes have released in mid-top form? That maybe you don't initially think of as like a mid-top version shoe. I know you have a pair in your hands or close to you, Mike. What's that shoe? Because it got me good. I'm like, oh, yeah, that shoe did come in mid-top form.
2: And this has done a couple different iterations of mid. Um, Some worked. Some didn't work. I think this one is probably one that works. This one is part of the RLEA Lab that they have at Adidas now. Something they just don't really advertise much, but it is more of a higher end. Looking uh, uh, Ultra Boost that has a mid cut with the leather uh, leather collar and like kind of a very visvum like stitching. If you guys are familiar with that shoe brand, um, but yeah, this is definitely one that people would suspect. I mean, Ultra Boost has done it a couple times. It's very I don't see if they have a refined palette, but you have to have a taste for it because if you don't like it, you won't like it. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but another one that so- I know of prestos remember presto uh utilities and then also you had kind of played off the presto acronym that was a, a mid top presto that many people probably either have forgotten about or just didn't know existed
1: get out of my brain so we did not discuss that before this but i was like all right there's like the presto mid acronym stuff there's the presto flyknit mid um uh, which didn't have anything to do with acronym but just a flyknit version of a mid top and in the same vein, right? So Air Force Ones have been so popular for the past couple years. And last month, we had two mid-top Air Force One uh, white gold gum bottom and then the red, white, and blue. I think it's a 2001 or 2000 retro. Both jewel swoosh mid-top Air Force Ones. And I'm like, how many people between you and I Mike or listeners also leave a comment if you prefer one or the other. Do you fuck with mid top Air Force 1s? I don't nah, personally. Dude.
2: Uh I feel like you got to be like 6'5", 280 to even think about wearing anything higher than the, a low top Air Force 1.
1: <laughs> it's it's weird. And then you have shoes like the Air Jordan line. What comes to mind first are low tops that were first mids? That maybe don't always need to be retro as low tops, and what I mean to that is the Air Jordan Five. To that point, we just had that gorgeous Air Jordan Five low retro. Um, was that a year of something? It was a. Uh, it was the clot. It was the clot release.
2: Seen why? But I know they just had that release. It was really nice, like the black, red, and like glow green. It looked very nice.
1: The clots. I think are something a little special. Um, But outside of those, there aren't too many Air Jordan 5s where I'm like, give me that Jordan 5. Um, I really need those. That's a a thing I've said very little of. It does now. And actually what's funny is um, for so long, the Dornbecker Air Jordans were a really coveted shoe. And I feel like this year it's been such... An understated release. There's actually an Air Jordan 5 Low Dornbecker. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, but multicolored panels, very nice. They did a Fire Red Air Jordan 5 Low. I don't know if you remember that one from a couple of years ago. Um, Air Jordan 7 Lows, right? There was a yellow pair of Jordan 7 Lows. Um, the six chromes coming in in low-top forms out of kind of nowhere. There's the Bordeaux 7-low, the blue 7-low, the yellow 7-low. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Who thought that was cool? Like, the 7
2: the shoe should not be retro. I mean, the 6 is already an iffy shoe to be retro, and now with the 6, they've even changed the construction of the the back portion where they don't have, like, the little ankle pillows anymore. They don't have... Like, it, it looks really weird now compared to what it used to, so... Sixes and sevens, I think they should probably take out of anything low, keep them all mids or three quarters, whatever they call them.
1: Actually, hear me out here. Um, thinking of just weird shoes. I, I initially had a model in the back of my mind, and I couldn't think of the name, and it just came to me. This is a David Robinson classic. The Air Max... Too strong. You know, I'm talking about the big Air Force teeth on the side of the shoe, force on the tongue, big old bruiser, back ankle kind of strap kind of setup. Really weird. That shoe came in a low top version. Air, too strong, low. They got rid of all those crazy, the crazy back strap, kept the same feel of the shoe, but just miniaturized it and i think that's where like especially in a modern climate you want a variant of a shoe you don't see all the time like a club c mid i think the two strong low is like one of those shoes like the two strong low exists huh what's the outdoor <laughs> tight, shoe <laughs> i
2: can my brain's just blank on me we just got a retro not too long ago it had it, it has a strap straps like the jordan 8 the cross straps what's we'll the name of that shoe i just can't think of the name of so air Air raid tinker's doing a tennis version which i am super excited for that is a low version of the air raid but it takes some uh some tooling from different from actual tennis sneaker and you're gonna have a low top air raid which is tennis sneakers if people don't realize it tennis shoes are built just like basketball shoes because they do the same movements so this is actually an outdoor basketball shoe, just like the air raid was but again kind of streamlined for the look of tennis so we're getting a low top version of that. And we're talking about big monstrosity of shoes.
1: There goes Mike again, bringing up tennis. I'm just kidding. That's a really good, really good insight. Um, Here's one. I brought up the Air Force One mid. One we don't think of too often, but does show up from time to time. The Air Force Two, which also comes in high and low top. The high tops, I think of more, we're the same age about like, Two thousand three, two thousand five, there's a lot of like Air Force Twos and like basic ass color blogging, like white, baby blue, white and yellow, white and red, etc. But then there's like the Air Force Two Lowe's, like the Supreme joints, or the Espo, right? The all clear Air Force Two Espo's. that's an iconic fucking sneakerhead shoe that probably hasn't been seen in a dog's age. Um there's an the EA pair of Air Force Two Lowe's, that's another iconic old school sneakerhead shoe. There's the Air Force 2 Mid Don C with the straps and that nice old school Chicago baby blue and red colorway. Um there's just so many Air Force 2s in both high and obviously the Supreme Air Force stuff, Air Force 2 stuff. But um there's just so many shoes that are high and low top that we don't always think about or get forgotten about. Um so listeners, tell us what old school shoe dudes lives rent free in your brain that you think about that may have a high or low top version but Mike give give me one alright let's do this give me one f- family give me one family high and or mid and low high and low mid and high whatever situation you want that you'd rock with what's one sneaker line that that speaks to you any brand
2: you know what i'm not gonna give the easy answer i know what everyone would, would think and say but one for me well no what is answer it? is not this one What's the easy answer of course the jordan one you can go either way
1: that is the easy one i thought of that one first too okay we're on the same page
2: the Reebok question high and low or mid and low i can i can do that one all day
1: High and low Reebok question. That is a very, very good call. I'm actually going to keep it Reebok too. The Hurakazi, formerly known as the Kamikaze, the Hurakazi and low top version, I would arguably say looks better than the high top version. I will definitively say it is more comfortable and wearable. Than the high top version, but the high top worn by Sean Kemp is just so iconic, but the low top works just as well. That's one of the few shoes. I think you can just cut the top off and the bottom still just translate. The Hurakazi is definitely one of those shoes for me. Uh, high, low. I mean, to validate your point, I also thought of the Jordan one instantly. I was like, Oh Yeah. I just sold a high and a low top to buy these fucking Gucci Adidas. I can definitely think of a high and a low top Jordan 1. Good call. Very good call. But uh, listeners, what's your favorite pair of high or low top shoes? If you could go with one line, what would it be that comes in both heights? Let us know in the comment section on either your favorite listening app or YouTube. Like and subscribe. If you're listening to this on YouTube, watching this on YouTube, we appreciate you being here, Mike. Why don't you go ahead and plug your YouTube channel and where they could find you on socials?
2: Yeah, you can find me, of course, here on Sneaker History. Find me on YouTube at Mike Gillery and on Instagram, Twitter, and I guess TikTok. I don't really use it, but it's there uh, at madwatcher Seven Eight Nine. Yeah, no, no dancing going on. at <laughs> all.
1: Mike be TikTok and Mike's gonna have three kids on TikTok and it's just gonna be a whole series of just life as a sneakerhead, getting your kids ready for life. They're not in school yet, but life. Getting them ready for 7 a.m. Like, what's that next hour look like? Uh, You can find me, R A H B E E 702, on social media platforms, but more importantly, Make sure you're following at sneaker history on everything. We really appreciate everybody tuning in today. I'm Robbie. He's Mike. We love you. Thanks and have a good day. Peace. See you,
2: everybody.
0: Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.